When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from iLikeYou.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. It is so nice to meet you. I know we're virtual. I think this would have been a far more um, better conversation if I could have visited you in your old stomping grounds of River Heights. But uh, you know what? I want to welcome you. And first of all, the role of a pharmacist. Um, We kind of think, yeah, you're the person behind the counter that puts my pills in the bottle and like gives me the prescription and asks me if I have any questions and usually not and off I go. But um, it really is far more than that, and I, I, let's, let's talk now, especially the world and what we live in now with COVID and the pandemic. Um, 2020 must have been an uh, eye-opener, at least for, for you yourself. Yeah, so thanks, Tracy, for having me. It's uh, great to be here and have this discussion with you, even if it's just virtual. That's uh, how it goes these days. Uh, So, I mean, definitely challenging, uh, unprecedented for sure in my career, and I'm sure everyone else's pharmacy career as well. Um, So there were lots of challenges that we had to face in the pharmacy uh, in terms of uh, procurement of PPE to keep everyone safe. Mm -hmm. Um, We had to implement some policies very quickly to make sure that both our our clients and patients and and staff were safe as well. And then we, uh, you know, we successfully rolled out the the flu shot campaign, um, you know, ensuring all of these safety measures as well, um, which was a challenge for pharmacies for sure, but uh, one that we uh, rose to the occasion and and turned out very successful. What were some of the questions and concerns, um, you know, from the people in your community what were they talking to you about? Yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, uh, obviously one of the main concerns, especially at the start was um, if they were gonna have access to their medication. So whether or not, um, you know, there was gonna be a supply chain issue and how, you know, we were going to be involved in that and, and um, just to ensure that they wanted to make sure they could still get their medication. And then now it's evolved. Um, we get a lot of vaccine questions, uh, whether or not the COVID vaccine in, is safe and effective. Um, when can we get it? We have a lot of Manitobans who, um, I know from my experience and experience of my colleagues who uh, uh, come in and, you know, they say, hey, I get my flu shot through you can I get my COVID vaccine here too? And so that's a really common question. And then just questions about COVID itself, you know, especially in the early days is, uh, you know, what can we do to best protect ourselves? What should we be using for sanitization? Those types of questions. It was quite an array, to be honest. 
And for yourself, Ashley, and your staff, even in, of course in the first lockdown, the unknowns there, um, obviously you know, there probably were some personal fears for you, you know, yourself, family, and your staff. Yeah, you know, there was a lot that we just didn't know at the start, right? And that kind of goes to show and there was constantly changing, evolving public health um, recommendations. And so we just did our best to you know, just keep up and, and listen to uh, the people making these recommendations um, in public health and, and um, you know, try and do as best we can and implement the measures to help keep each other safe. And, and uh, you know, that, that made everyone feel better for sure. Oh, yes. Okay, so uh, let's now maybe help the public know the difference or maybe define the role of a pharmacist versus a physician, I guess, so to speak. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and sort of some of the things that people might not know a pharmacist can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for that question. Yeah, so our expertise is definitely um, different uh, than um, a prescriber or a physician, um, but at the same time, we, we all work on the same team, right? So, uh, but really what we want the public to see um, pharmacists as is your medication experts and medication management experts. So, you know, uh, that can be everything from uh, teaching you about your medications. I really consider one of the key parts of my job is to be an educator, actually. So mm -hmm. whether that be educating um, the individual or patient on, on their disease state, on the interactions with their drugs, um, on the medications themselves and so forth, you know, uh, knowledge is power and that really, um, enables people to make informed decisions, and that's really important aspect of our job is education. Uh, but different things we do that's kind of expanded over the last few years, especially would be things like um, administering uh, vaccines and drugs by injection. Um, it would be prescribing for minor ailments uh, like dermatitis and um, allergic rhinitis. Uh, we can um, extend prescriptions in, in circum different circumstances by continuing care. Um, so there's lots of different things that pharmacists can do now. Uh, and, but definitely the most important thing is just, you know, if you have a medication question or a medication concern, whether it be, you know, um, a question about the actual drug or, uh, you know, you're having, you're struggling how to, how to take it appropriately or to remember to take it, or you feel like you're on too many medications, you know, your pharmacist is the best person to ask in those in those circumstances. Oh. Oh, and you're, well, maybe it's in your opinion or whether you can answer this question. Where do you see the role of pharmacists in this rollout of the vaccine, um, whether it be educators or perhaps will we be able to go to a pharmacy and get our, our COVID vaccine? Yeah, so what's really exciting is that uh, very recently, we've started discussions with the vaccine task force in Manitoba. Um, so, you know, the intention there is that pharmacists will be a part of the rollout plan. Um, and so that's obviously very exciting and we're willing and able, right? So we just did a lot. Um, all of the grant work is kind of done in terms of we just did the flu campaign and it was very successful. And so pharmacists are ideally positioned um, across the province in rural and remote locations, mm -hmm. uh, very accessible, obviously, that's a key part of our, uh, our position. Um, 
And so we're, we're ready to be able to help in the rollout and help in an actual administration of the vaccine. And so it's just very exciting that we've started these this communication with uh, you know the, the vaccine task force. And there's a, a lot of logistics, obviously, mm-hmm. that need to be worked out in these types of uh, situations. And so hopefully we can uh, get it rolling as soon as possible. Oh, well, that is exciting news. And Ashley, yourself, you work at a community pharmacy, local pharmacy in River Heights. And let's touch on, I guess, the familiarity that you would have, your relationship with your clients or the people that come into your into your uh, pharmacy. You know them. Um, there's an ease. Whereas if you go to a big box store, you may not have that. So, so for you, obviously, being connected to your community and serving, you know, in, in a smaller kind of area is something important to you? Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, uh, this is one of the most fulfilling aspects of my personal job is um, having uh, really great relationships with uh, my, my patients here. And, um, you know, this is a fairly small pharmacy that I manage here. And so, I basically know everyone who comes through the door. Uh, and the, so one of the unique parts about pharmacy is that um, your patients visit you fairly often. So yeah, like sometimes weekly, like you know, I see people very often. So you really get to know people and you really, um, really become a really trusted resource for them, which is, I mean, so important and, and something I am very honored to have and, and very, I, I value it very much. <laughs> Did you always dream of being a pharmacist? I know that might kind of sound silly or, or you know, but. Yeah, no, that's a great question too, you know. Um, so I wasn't sure when I, what I wanted to do after high school. I know it sounds a little bit cliche, but I always wanted to help people. And uh, so I had actually shadowed a pharmacist in high school as part of our career placement. And I just found that the knowledge base was really interesting. I mix of chemistry and biology, and I was definitely into sciences and um, you know, wanted um, a profession where I was able to interact with, with people. And this was kind of just the perfect fit. And here we are. Oh, well, and you are a vice president of Pharmacist Manitoba. That's being right. Yes. And so being on a board like this, that can hopefully put, a, you know, shine a brighter light on the role of pharmacist, because I, I truly believe that you are a very integral part of our Medicare and sometimes, or more often, not thought of. So in this bigger, in this more official role, what do you hope, or what, what do you see the future for pharmacists, and what would you like to bring to the table? Yeah, so I mean, uh, one of the most important things is that we're able to practice to our full scope with the training that we have. And so um, some things have been implemented that we're authorized to do, but then we aren't necessarily compensated for them. So um, that's what we're really working towards is uh, able to practice to our full abilities and then to be properly um, and appropriately compensated for those. So that what that looks like uh, is potentially um, expanding some things that haven't been touched in Manitoba, let's say, but in other provinces. So things like therapeutic substitution, uh, which just means your ability to uh, substitute drugs that are uh, similar to one another, um, might be based on 
cost for the patient or, or drug interactions, something like that. Um, so that's, you know, one thing to consider, but also it would be, you know, if we're um, more fairly uh, reimbursed or remunerated for things like flu, which um, we're the lowest paid in the country uh, in terms of pharmacists. Uh, so if, as we get, you know, as we move that um, up to a fair amount uh, and just, you know, we just want to be reimbursed based on what our colleagues are are reimbursed for across the country, um, then it's going to just increase availability uh, to Manitobans, right? So, as, you know, mm. as, as it becomes a fair compensation model, then the uptake by pharmacists in the province is going to increase. And that just increases um, access to care, right, for Manitobans. So it's, it's a win-win, really. But so those are the things that we're, we're working towards. We just want Manitobans to know that we're here for you and that we care about our patients and that, uh, you know, our ability to practice um, to our full scope really uh, just is a win-win situation for the healthcare system. Yes, well, you know, it, it's something that's so important. And I, and I wanted to kind of lastly, because it's it's so important now when you say the healthcare of Manitobans. It's not it's not only health physically, but it's health mentally too as well. And I just wanted to know, you know, for the role of a pharmacist, what kind of role will you play, you know, moving forward? As mental health is going to be a growing, growing concern for a lot of people all over. Yeah, so I Mental health is obviously, yeah, definitely a huge concern and on everyone's mind these days, I think, too. Mm -hmm. uh, so as a pharmacist, um, the first thing is that we're a, a really accessible touch point for people, right? Yes. Uh, so it might just be having that, you know, able to have that regular discussion about how are you doing today? You know, every time that you come into the pharmacy, mm -hmm. whether that's for your um, weekly delivery, I might call you to set that up and just, you know, how are things going? Tell me about how you're feeling these days. Or it might be, um, you know, when you actually come into the pharmacy. It might also be discussions about what's appropriate for you based on your current mental health. You know, do you need a referral to um, a physician for potential medications? Do you have questions about, you know, which medication might be best for you in this situation? Do you need a referral to um, a counseling service? You know, these are all questions that, your pharmacist can answer for you and and uh, and definitely be a huge resource for you in the community. Oh, well, that's so good to hear because I know that there's probably a lot of people out there that, you know, are too afraid to ask or don't know if they can ask. So this is wonderful. And uh, you know what? I say, you know, your pharmacist is your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Oh, well, you know what? Thank you so much, Ashley. Uh, I know that in the days forward, hopefully we'll be out of this code red and we'll be able to have a little bit more flexibility with our lives, but um, we certainly appreciate and understand now better on uh, what you can do for us. So um, all the best. So Great. thank you very well, much. Yeah. yeah, stay safe and healthy. Yeah, thanks, Tracy. Thanks so much for having me. It's been wonderful. for listening. This has been a production of ilikeyou.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company.
do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.